right, we'll see how this all works out. Welcome. God damn it. Sorry to go ahead. No, I don't want this will be we're gonna <laughs> No, I don't want I don't want to I'm not gonna do no edits. No edits on this one. Straight through. Straight through raw. You haven't edited in forever. I, I usually will crop stuff. No, you don't. I mean, because sometimes it. you say you're going to cut something, and you can hear in the podcast. You'll say, "I'm going to cut this. Don't worry." And then you can hear you say, <laughs> "I never, like, I never, I never set you up like when you're, you know, going on one of your rants about those." I people. was very excited to hear you do the whole intro. I thought you were going to like the welcome to futile podcast intro. Yeah. Well, tonight we have Ryan and Zach and Ian, and we're going to talk yeah. about yeah, do that. Talk about uh, Midsummer from Ari Arder Aster. Aster. Is this his third movie? I don't know. I, I this he did I only he know did hereditary. yeah hereditary but, I mean he had to have done something uh, you're looking up Ari if Ari Aster has made another movie a third if a this third is his third if this is his third movie if Midsummer is his third movie <clears throat> two hours and twenty minutes warning spoilers we're gonna spoil what happens with the bear yeah we're gonna spoil what, what happens about with, the bear with the, we're gonna spoil what happens with the pubic hair <laughs> the pubic we're, hair we're gonna spoil what happens with uh, with the flowers. Yeah. I was hoping more for the bear. Yeah, you, I thought, you, I thought there was going to be a, more of a thing. There. You would, you would hope there would be. Yeah, sure, sure, I mean, sure. it was cool. Still, Hereditary is his first feature oh, wow. film. He wrote it and directed it. Yes. Okay. This guy's got some clout, huh? He's written a bunch of written and directed a bunch of shorts, though. Oh, I thought shorts was a was a dead end, but maybe shorts are coming back. I guess just it works. Throw for some, some uh, shorts A twenty four's way, and I'll just give you a movie. Yeah, right. A twenty four style. I, I I used to think that that was like an Amazon thing because so many of them show up on Amazon. Yeah, but it's its own. I mean, they're pretty uh, pretty solid. Uh, with their Astor's popularity was from a short that was his thesis film while studying at the American Film Institute. Ooh, AFI yeah. premiered it's at Slam Dance. Oh, slam dance! The uh, Sundance is it like all hip cousin? Yeah, what's so stupid? All horror it, movies? I'm no, guessing. I don't think they looks like they're dramas. Uh, slam dance is dumb because it go it it's during Sundance, right? So it's like in it's, like it, the same. It's supposed to be like it's the a, same, same area, yeah, it's the oh, same shit. town. Yeah, they're both. Uh, I walked past where the slam dance <laughs> thing was several times, and it's just like I don't understand why. I guess to get the crowd that's already there to see stuff. Yeah. Well, I mean, the whole thing is spread out over the whole, <laughs> spread out over the whole town. Right? It's supposed yeah. to be reactionary, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. And that, and that was the nightmare of Sundance, right? Yeah, that's, that's the best Zach, description the for whole it. time that's Zach was there, Sundance. rubbing elbows with Hollywood elites, and he, was just, wheels. he was just doing this the whole time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then every time I had sex with a starlet, it went like this. Is that you finishing? That's me failing to. Oh, you just bombed in the yeah. bedroom. Yeah. All right, all right. <laughs> so they start midsummer, crisp, cold, snowy, some singing, some pretty imagery, and uh, then you get Francis Pogue, who I remember from uh, the one of the new AMC. Uh, what's his name? Spy guy, Le Carrier. Uh, miniseries is oh the one with uh with, with that guy with, what's his it's name? got it's got it's got michael shannon in it and then it's got the other guy you're thinking the of. guy from uh what's the he's like swedish or something no not that one i know there's several lacare uh miniseries but the one with what's his name house not that one not that one okay the one that they made more recently that uh oh like bon bong joon ho directed or hmm. whatever um 
Who's the person that we're talking about? Francis Pogue is the woman in oh, Midsummer. Yeah. Is that how you say your name? Pogue? I, I think so. It, isn't it Pogue? Like P-O-G? It looks like Pew. 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 I don't know how to pronounce she's it. She's the, the main... Yeah, right, she's yeah. the one who looks like uh, that is super attractive, okay. and she knows how to wail. We found she's out she's really good movie. at wailing. She yeah. wail. I thought we were at a Bob Marley concert. She There's just so did this song. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of a lot of uh, emotional. Uh, her performance is actually pretty good. All it is very all good. all jocularity aside, uh, I think that she does a pretty good, and she's willing to be very uh, like she's never really you guys think you know you know say she's attractive, but she's never really like. Glamorous in this movie. Oh, no, she's, no. she's like wearing she's, she's like, like wearing sweatpants and yeah, down and depressed. She's willing and, to make yeah. herself look pretty stupid a lot, make really dumb faces, and so much of the movie is people because it's a real performance under the influence of uh, hallucinogens. Hallucinogens, and they make really dumb faces quite often. I don't know how much of it is the hallucinogens. There's hallucinogens in like two or three a sequences, a lot. Yeah, and then yeah. they do a lot of visual effects stuff. I don't know how key... Which I really enjoyed. That. You liked most of that? Yeah. I thought some of the subtler things with like the well, flower yeah, was kind of cool. I liked it because it wasn't so... You know, it wasn't like fear and loathing or something. Oh, right, like yeah. Super in your face. There's just like little touches of things that sure. are like breathing and moving. No, I can't speak to it. I've never gone. I've never had a shroom trip, so I don't know how accurate the descriptions are. It was. But... Uh, it reminded me of it for sure. Well, I liked that that at the beginning with the first one. There, um, like she starts like flipping out in like in the way that makes sense because it's like these people are idiots. First of all, so just a quick premise to establish what goes on. So she plays a character who is freaking out at the beginning because her sister who is bipolar sent her like an unsettling email about you know basically making it sound like she was going to kill her parents and her like commit suicide which is what happens and she did it and she freaks out and it's kind of a clever way but not a clever way but kind of a I don't think I've seen that in a movie before <laughs> it was good she took what did she do? She took the two cars in the garage, and like duct, that's a duct, lot. Duct taped like, a lot of hose. You'd need like yeah. a couple, couple, two, like two hundred foot that's, plus hoses. Yeah, that's at least hundred. The, the duct taped hoses, and then taped, and then she did a mask for herself. Yeah. Because I was sitting there thinking, I'm like, wait a minute, if that's her room, how did she tape the? I'm like, oh, that's the parents' room. So then that's how that that went. So she carbon monoxided them, and then. So then poor Francis Pogue is sitting there crying and freaking out. But before that, you set up this thing about that the boyfriend that she calls before she knows her, her parents and her sister are dead, freaking out. And you can tell the boyfriend's, like, trying to have a good time and kind of, like, The boyfriend's very her. much like Ian. Like, he doesn't want... he He's just trying to do his own thing, and he doesn't need to be fettered and... Constantly Hell bothered by a woman, you know? So and his was, friends, like, we're like the friends. We're like the they friends. Were like, we're like, hey man, you gotta dump this yeah, tail. Dump this tail, man, and get out. Let's have a good time. We're at the pizza shop, bro. You can't bounce now. Pizza shop smoked resin. Yeah, they're yeah. smoking resin, and and bit. they're all a bunch of uh, anthropology guys or whatever. You've got GD from the Good Place is there. So I did like though. One of my favorite things in the whole movie was that whole beginning happens. Right. And then when they're crying on the couch, or she's wailing on the couch. Yeah. And then the camera zooms out through the window, and it's like snowy, snowy, and then like the title. Finally, up. the credits yeah. come up. Yeah, it was like a long intro, and the, I I enjoyed that. They learned that from I, Marvel I, movies or something. Intro like that. of uh, of sadness, right? Of grief, and just now everyone else, you you've all seen Hereditary, right? Oh yeah. Okay, yeah. so we can get into the comparisons, which I think are there are quite a few when we get to the end of this. Um, Right, so then, then it's like him and his his bros 
his anthropology bros are all going to go with their buddy, their Swedish buddy, to his old village Hele. and and, uh, and see this festival, the summer festival thing. And then the girlfriend's kind of like, kind of wants to hang along, tag along because you know she needs the guy for support or whatever. I don't know. He's very, he's very uh, weak, and so he doesn't just tell her no. He can't just break up with her. He's a mewling. He certainly can't after what happens, right? Not exactly. in a good like way. He needs yeah. to. And then so he he's likes her, you and they're it. like, "Nah, please don't." The only one who really seems to care is uh, Will Poulter. That's the that's the the comedic relief the kid, comedic kid. The guy. guy that looks like Sid from Toy Story. Mostly annoying, <laughs> right? Yeah, he's mostly annoying in everything that I've seen him in. But well, that was what he was cast to be but, in. This, but the, I think. Was he? You in can tell that the Scandinavian. Were the Millers? Yes. Yeah. Okay. You can tell that the Scandinavian guy um, is excited that she's coming. Right, so yeah, right well, there. Well, not immediately though, because uh, yeah, he, he, he plays it down. Like, so well, well, once he talks to her, yeah. on the couch in yeah. the apartment. But after, yeah. after, but when it's first, when the when the boyfriend first t- says it to the whole group, he's kind of he doesn't seem to respond. To yeah, it. not at all. But, but then, then he gets excited. You get the sense, oh, this guy's gonna make a play. Yeah, he's gonna yeah. get the sweetmeats. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. The pogues. He's fucking. He's he's drawing pictures. Uh-huh. He's, you know, kind of, yeah. he's like being. He's, he's working the game. He's he's like I'm the good guy. You know, like, trying uh, to you might, might have forgot your, bo- of, your birthday. What's the name of the, uh, the guy with the top hat who's the pickup artist? Oh, Mystery? Yeah, he's like Mystery. <laughs> Not he's got a velvet top hat. Yeah. His, his, a couple goggles. He's yeah. talking. He comes into the bar asking the talk, telling everybody, did you see about that fight out there? You yeah. know, just to give him an excuse to talk about something. That's pretty good. So then Sounds they, like you picked up a little bit on I picked it all up, yeah. It's all about the game. Yeah, it's about yeah. having like intricate things on you. Intricate goggles? Yeah, exactly. Apparently, it's, it's, all, it's about looking like a steampunk Jack the Ripper. <laughs> exactly. That's because women will go up to to mockingly ask you, and then you use apparently you use negs, you right? You neg them. You neg them just right, mm-hmm. and then then cut to Motel Six. Yep. You know, and it's just fun. You're, you're <laughs> yeah. it down, and then you get out. That's so they that's Ian's GTFO like system. GTFO like Godzilla. You, you need to start rolling around entirely. Arts Alive with like. Various velvet hats and goggles. It <laughs> Absolutely, like. I, I know. Would right? Love that. Well, we can try that sometime. <laughs> I mean, I'm not. Long I'll robes. walk around with you. Oh, okay, you, you should okay. get a trench. I'm sure you have a trench coat. There's no way you don't have a trench I don't coat. Think like I a do. duster, even. Yeah, he's got. You, I think you, I had to burn my last sure one. one of those like uh, Columbine type kids <laughs> in high school. You were definitely. You listen to Nine Inch Nails when you were in high school. Right? I still do. Okay, yeah, yeah. See, there you preach go. the word, brother. You got to fucking. There was a kid when you guys when you were in high school. Luke told me about a kid, Luke and Stephen, who. He got suspended because he showed up wearing a long trench coat. <laughs> I forget what his name you was. You get suspended just for that? Well, it was right after Columbine. Yeah, well, and so it was a big deal. Sense. And then they found was that? they found pipe bombs 90s? at his house. It was, late 90s? It, it was late 90s. It was yeah, it was like 1998 or something. It might I think I was a, high, a senior, so I think it was 98 or it might have been spring of 99. Yeah. Pre 911. Back in the days. Yeah, the days, man. Simpler days. Irregardless shooting shooting each other. So then they go to, so they all go to this guy's festival and they have a little trip and it's way high up north and it's the, you know, midnight sun and all that stuff. And they immediately decide that, hey, guess we're just going to chill. And I think that there's a lot, lot to unpack in this movie, which is what makes it good. The dynamic between the boyfriend, girlfriend stuff is good. Is it interesting in terms of whether or not you're on his side or you're on her side? I mean, like. 
from the get-go, I think, when when she first calls him and the way he's responding over the phone, you're kind of like, this guy seems like kind of a dick. But then you all, you sort of, almost within the phone call, you start to kind of get out in his side where you can see, like... Well, you're, he's dealing with a, a he's, crazy person. He's dealing with someone who's dealing with a crazy person, and yeah. is kind of that's kind of making her crazy, and he's trying to well, do Well, I mean, you can her, tell yeah. that he's, like... She's very he likes needy. her. She's very needy. Yeah. Well, yeah, in the circumstances, too, yeah. So, so like, there's a lot going on there. And then they get, then they get to Sweden and it's like hang out and frolic in the grass and everyone seems so European nice and then they're just these dumb college kids that think that they can just go infuse themselves into somebody else's deal and like whatever we'll be invited we're cool I guess and they apparently sort of are it's very like what I like about it the most is it's got this mentality of like it really takes the piss out of the people that have the mentality of like, oh, we're just going to hang out and have a good time and everything will be great, you know? Because they take drugs and then immediately start flipping out and being weirded out. I'm like, that's how it would be, you dipshits. I don't know all these people. You're going to get paranoid. I do like anything like... I always liked that. I mean, it's it's similar to the idea of Hostel, which I I don't I haven't read anything about. I don't know what people are thinking about it, but I wonder how much backlash there is about, about xenophobia. xenophobia. Because... But I like that in movies where you take the protagonists who are uh, stuck-up, uh, entitled college kids, and then sending them off to get killed by people. I yeah. like that. Like yeah. I want to see them get killed. I don't like them at all. So and and it, but from here, the start, here, you know, I, I felt like I didn't like any of those people except for her, just because I mean. You, you had empathy for her situation. You do, and I mean, all, she needed a vacation. Also, you know, <laughs> she's the only one of them who's not malignant in some way. The rest of them were all, except for Pele. Pele, but he was also, you know, had. I don't even know if you can say it's nefarious. The thing about the film that's interesting is that it's all through the lens of. You you can look at it from the villagers' point of view, and see that it's not it's not a horror film. It's about it's about a. Uh, a long storied tradition that they do and they view it positively and the way they talk about it is positively. They don't not, they're none of them are ever nefarious about what they're doing, even as they're killing That's, people. You know? I, I think I think that holds till about like the sixty percent mark and then there's definitely nefarious actions being made. I think it it tips it tips the line at, at a certain point when people are you know, people want to leave and they don't just let them leave. That they kill true. them. That they kill true. them, and then they're like, "Oh, I don't know what happened." They lie, that and they true. are nefarious yeah. about well, they're, they're, like what yeah, happened. But even, but even their... while that was happening, well, I understand. Yeah. Sure, yeah. they do. But even then, then what, the logic to bring to them in nefarious. Well, they seem it, it's an artificiality thing too, which is which is funny because I saw it. Not to spoil anything about Spider-Man, but now I realize there's kind of a funny joke there because in Spider-Man he ends up in the Netherlands, and there's a joke about everyone's so nice in the Netherlands, and then here in Sweden it's like. Oh, everyone's so friendly, and and they are, and they and like you're right. This is their community, and they're inviting you in. But they have a nefarious purpose for inviting you in. You know, you're not part of their tight knit community. You're here for a reason, they were or they wouldn't for yeah, a reason, right? They, yeah, they for had the most bring outside. There was some pre, was there was some real pretense to it, ritual, and then they go through like the ridiculous it's a rebirth, ritual, the ridiculous yeah. exercise of letting these anthropologist students pretend that they're going to be able to get, like make a thesis out of it. Like, oh yeah, sure, we'll tell you all this stuff, then we're just going to you know kill you later, so but it really won't matter. I don't, I don't think that they necessarily were going to kill all of them, because at the end, at the very end, not to throw things way out of order, but they named the number of people that they needed as part right. of the ritual at the end. And uh, just by 
happenstance as people did things they were asked not to do. Right. Like uh, the cheaty guy. Yeah, it was Josh. A, his name is character sure. Josh. Like yeah. he wasn't it's supposed a, to go in there and take pictures of stuff. It's a Willy Wonka pictures of stuff and they bonked him on the head, you know? Yeah. And, uh, I mean, but what did the, they do? The guy, the guy pissing on the tree, yeah, the sacred right. tree. Exactly. But, like, what did they, they do? What, the two people that the other guy brought didn't do anything. They just they immediately freaked out the most. They when, freaked out, and, and then they, they wanted to leave. To go, you could tell they were going to go tell someone, about tell it. someone, and bring authorities. Well, well sure, because they they did not respond well. But but I, I mean, like I I don't necessarily I don't I don't think there's any set of circumstances under which. The, the, the villagers are allowing non-villagers or new people to come into this situation with without f- full knowledge that, like, these people are not going to be allowed to leave. <laughs> I don't feel like that was the case. You, you in fact... That, how would they have trusted anyone to, to, to leave? They think they would have trusted us if Josh hadn't gone in and taken pictures of the book, they really would have let him leave? In fact... And like, write a fake earlier, ethnography or earlier whatever? Earlier on... I think that there are more than just them and then the two British people. I think that there are more people there than that that came from outside. I think so. I, I didn't, think I, they, they were didn't, going they didn't, to let... It sort of seemed like maybe there was when they were all met with were. the mushrooms thing, but then they never really I, made a I point of I felt like there were more people there, too, when they, when they all showed up and they were watching the opening ceremonies and stuff. And when did they... But, but then it's, it becomes really clear at a certain point, like, everybody that's in the village or that's indoctrinated or whatever is in those white outfits... And there's like the four Americans in there, like whatever their beach clothes, and so it's like you, you're, it's pretty easy to keep track of the people that are in and the people that are out. I, f- I felt like there were more, there were more than that. So I, I, I don't, I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't think. Well, that you they mean like in it. the very beginning when they're like they first arrive before they go to the village? No, even all even then when they get to the village, when they first there, get to the village, more, yeah. I will give you this: it's possible because what's supposed to be happening. Is that like all of the the people in like the second level, the 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 young that aren't young, you know, or whatever? What, how he describes it, like that they're all coming back, right? So it could be that it's just a bunch could of them coming back, a bunch of them and because it, that's what I assume. Yeah, because they weren't wearing the white because yeah. they hadn't gone. To yeah, the yeah, and then, and then they would then they would change and they did. So and then there was really because I didn't see a bunch of others. So. Yeah, so but anyway, I would I would reject the idea that they brought them all there with the idea that no one was going to be leaving. One of the reasons why is that the main chick. Uh, they, I don't think they planned for her to well, right that could that couldn't have made it happen right the May, the, queen. the May Queen. So you know she was going to be left over. That wasn't you know because they had to have a certain number of their own villagers sacrificed. They had a certain certain number of outsiders. So there would have been leftover outsiders alive possibly i mean you never know it's it, could they could have they could have planned for that i don't think they could have they well then the way that that dance works yeah everyone well, could just, just drop and keep an eye yeah, on but, her but they're, why, they're, would, they, they're, why they're, would they choose they had never had an outsider become the may queen so why would they choose that they would have well, i don't know that that's like true that. they had said that they i don't remember them saying that specifically and if they if they did i don't know that we can trust that either right yeah but anyway so well, anyway the point is summer hanging the point is, Hi, they Seth. didn't bring them all in there to so, to not let any of them leave. You're I not think it's say pretty anything. clear. I, I don't know. I think you we can debate that, but it's kind of a it's it's sort of a moot point. <laughs> I feel like there's nobody here. I think I think it's I think it's a somewhat. I mean, obviously they have they have an, a, a reasonably nefarious purpose to bring people there for the most part because they know they need sacrifices from outside, right? But well, yeah, and so, 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 so is the idea from that their like, viewpoint, it's not nefarious though; it's just part well, of sure. Their, but that's, it's also like, do you are you more like the guy that brought all the people, the the characters that we followed, right? Yeah. 
Like, is he, he's Pele? like, a, does he get like a, you know, is he like more respected in the he community? Is, he because is, he they, they told him, him right? that, uh, They're like, you did a fucking the, great he's job. Got, he's, got that, dad, he's got that, that leafy, that leafy throw, yeah. uh, uh, crown on at the end. In the beginning, his dad says that he's really known for having, uh, being a great judge of people. Yeah, yeah. And then at the end, they pointed out again, because she had won the thing, he's like, this proves that it turned out he was a great judge of people and he's respected now and everything. So who knows? You know, maybe he gets a little extra. Uh, oh no, he definitely gets aquavit with gets, dinner. Every gets night or so. <laughs> pu- pushed up to the next level. Yeah, dude, he's like going to be the top guy before he has to jump off the rock. So it's definitely a commentary on cults. Uh, Aren't most things? Well, I mean, I think I think it's got a lot. I don't know how many people are being super critical about this because they're different movies, but I think it's got a lot of. Th- I don't know if they're just plot point stuff or if it's just theme stuff, but like. It's very, very similar to Hereditary in terms of there's there's like a tragic death in a family that happens in the first bit mm-hmm. that really maybe does or doesn't have anything to do with like how things go next. And then it becomes about like people, can you trust them to help you recuperate or get better? And then it turns out that it's like you're being indoctrinated into a cult right. of bad people. You know, you can't trust these people. That is they it, may be nice. They is may every be friendly. movie he makes going to be about a grieving woman? He'll have to. He'll have to switch it up pretty soon because otherwise he's going to be pretty. Well, no, but I mean, th- those are. He could also not. I mean, he could do a lot. I mean, think of all of Christopher Nolan's movies. Almost always been about like a guy yeah, who's about like wife died. Different. Sure, uh, and these two are pretty yeah. different too. If you think about it, one's like witches in like a. A town in the U.S. and one's you know like a cult in in Sweden. So I mean, visually, there's a lot of different differences. I mean, this is like also a movie that's it's weird. It's great because it's it's got like a it's less of a horror movie. I mean, it's a horror movie, but it's like mostly in the daytime. It's mostly yeah, about like awkward like. social stuff and just kind of like weird. And it's shot in kind of a matter of fact way. It really does play almost like an ethnographic. It's not shot like a documentary, but like some of those scenes that take their time when it's like the dinner sequences and stuff where people are eating and then they all sort of sit and they all, and it seems very, you know, methodical or whatever. I mean, so, I mean, I don't have a problem with some of the pacing, but I think it was like, still, I think it was too long. <laughs> I didn't, I it didn't, didn't I, it didn't feel long, it didn't to feel me. long to me. I was like entertained enough where it didn't feel like it was dragging really ever. So that's your early, you get to, you can pick out a movie, you can just kind of chime in. Or you can just grab me another beer, sweet cheeks. Uh, I don't know. It didn't feel too long to me either. <laughs> well, I saw Spider-Man before I saw it, so I know I know that, that there's reasons why. But I was very engaged in it until, and I didn't like completely lose engagement. I think I just started feeling like when it started sort of wrapping up. I, I guess I was ready for it to just kind of end sooner than it did. Right. Like okay, I don't need to see this. They don't need to keep going back to this weird sex ritual thing of- I thought everything from that point on was was the best all the stuff in between the uh, I was more for the tension and the waiting to see what's going to happen and the, the like, old age ritual and then everything from the May Queen thing on were all completely excellent in my opinion okay. and and the that uh, the graphic like sex ritual that yeah that went on for like how long was that? Yeah, I thought I felt that was kind of like you get you get what's going on with yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, uh, and then he was taking too like, long. Dis- I didn't dislike that it was. He like, was taking too long, long so but a fat old like, lady came and started pushing on his ass. Yeah, <laughs> dude, that was so there was a lot funny. of really funny stuff in that. She's like nut, dude. Yeah. Um, 
Do, we, do you remember in the theater that chick that got up and left yeah. during that yeah. scene? Like they, the scene goes on for. I mean, it has to be a couple minutes. It was right? great. Well, like, they cut back and forth with it too, yeah, which is kind of like back a, to her thing. It's kind of like a weird. Like I don't know. Like well, I, yeah, that's I feel, what she's like doing feel, all the, I feel right like, after the dance. Yeah, I feel like right. it would have been better editing to either cut back and forth, but like it didn't seem like it was super, or, or just to stay with it. You know, like if you're really just gonna go with this, like just. Stay with I it. I thought it was or good that they did it forth. that way, and then and then well, it you... comes to the, to the point where she has the choice to, you know, they the women there. It's funny is that they give they give her agency and everything. They don't stop her from doing things. They don't stop people from doing Not things. Really. They let it do. They let them do it, and then there's consequences for right. what they're gonna do. And so the lady is like, "That's not for us." And then she goes in there anyway. And then the the most interesting stuff was how the the community as a as an extended family of people responded to things and how they, you know, one of the points for them was how they were so close and cared so deeply about each other that they would, they had um, emotional reactions for other people for things. And it happens several times in it. And so it, it happens when the guy jumps off the rock and doesn't die and they scream in pain while he's screaming in pain until right. they go bash his head in with a hammer. <laughs> right. And then uh, brutal. And then they scream and cry with her when she's right. in grief at her boyfriend. Well, and then the orgy scene, they're all they're all huffing and puffing. Yep. Right. And then and then at the end, well, uh, you can hear the it's sc- not really an orgy. The scream, of, the screams of, of the there. guys who the. Uh, the U plant didn't work for. Right. Suddenly, they suddenly realize, oh, they're shit, wailing I'm around and getting around. burned. Yeah, and they're, exactly. They're, that, and that was that stuff was fantastic. That was the most unsettling. That was that whole scene. Amazing. In the, the barn when it's on fire was great. That was and fantastic. Just that shot and of him sitting in the bear. Yeah, right. <laughs> that was so yeah, cool. But the way that the way that they that's what's gonna happen to me. No, I mean that's just like that's what's gonna happen to the character. You know? Oh, I can't. Like, I was like, Jesus. Well, these you're gonna get you're gonna get burned, <laughs> gonna get burned up in a bear. Costume, no, you know? <laughs> you're gonna kill a bear and burn me alive. No, <laughs> you gotta treat your girlfriend better, right? But uh, yeah, you're the you're the. But I've said guy. this to a few mm-hmm. people now. Like, I, I don't understand how anyone has issues that could be considered fatal with it because the overarching it was it was so it just has stuck with me and it's it's right. provided these indelible uh moments of uh j- just unease i mean it's 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 very it affects you sure and that's the absolute best thing a film can do is affect you and stick with you and make you think about it and well and like the way that they like uh portray her like you know, panic attacks and yeah. stuff. You know, like yeah. as a person who's had those. Was yeah, there, like yeah, I, I was like, hey, I get that. You know, that's like pretty well a pretty good portrayal of how that is. Just like that escape. You know, she's trying to get the fuck out of there. I th- I thought that stuff was great. I, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it, it, I think it's got enough things going on, and and subtextually and just overtly and like visually that that it. It gives it gives enough because, like you said, it's, there's the stuff that sticks with you that's unsettling, and I mean, I I get with that too. And then there's things for me that are interesting, which is like this idea of how, I mean, that that those people commit suicide by jumping off the rock, and that's like maybe a third of the way into the movie. Yeah. So all of a sudden you're like, okay, wow, they this nine day ceremony in day two that it this happens, and then they have to kind of convince these people. 
like to stay more right. and and to keep going and and they somehow sort of kind of turn that with this whole idea of oh culturally and you know you put people in nursing homes or well they don't they don't say that but they bring up these ideas of they like have of explanations like, right right and they, right and they explain it and what's funny is that like you know the the head lady the the chiefess or whatever right. she is uh, you know she goes to explain to like the screaming British people like yeah. what's going on and she's very she's very convincing as she says it sure like she's not being she's not talking down to them no. she's like pleading with them please understand our point of view and that's why i was saying that i think i feel like you could make the case that it's the 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 horror movie aspect of it is a forced perspective that if you had seen it from their point of view well i i it's, and I, it's I, I, I tried to view, you know, i viewed it pretty objectively but I, I as best as i could and you know from my own subjective vantage point and yeah i was looking at it from both angles you know because you know you watch like a good movie like a good hero movie has a compelling villain who like you maybe understand their yeah, point exactly. of view as well exactly. and so and that's, that's what's that's going what on makes here. it a lot better and something like that there's nobody one <laughs> yeah yeah there's nothing yeah. like that in the movie i mean so you know? i it, it, to me it, it doesn't collapse at the end because of those things become kind of losing some edge but it becomes just the reality it's like this is our culture this is our the, thing and in the order one to thing i feel it, like you know maybe it's because the few scenes there's there are a few incredible incredibly graphic scenes of I mean it's basically just the old people thing but like the way they kill off the other people is kind of unsatisfying right you never see Will Poulter's death you see his face on someone right you see the chick's legs sticking up out of a garden yeah you see the, the British guy being kept alive in the blood eagle thing which yeah is a, which is a, a, an awesome thing that they like some really kind of Hannibal Hannibal Lecter yeah like they, they have his lungs pulled up through the back of his rib, rib cage and he's still alive and he's hanging from them and that's great, but like they didn't really show much about it. And what did that mean, you know? Right. So like, I think that that there, so, there's so potentially there were, more there going were on issues there. with with that sort of thing in my mind. And you know, they which, bonk- which guy was that? That was the British guy. Okay. Yeah. The tall British guy, and uh, so apparently the legs sticking up out of the garden was his girlfriend. I don't that know. That was kind of dumb. I yeah, felt that like was, that. That was that was probably the dumbest. The dumbest. That was the dumbest thing yeah. they put into it. She sees it and goes, right? Yeah. And then you wonder what's under those tarps too. Sure, yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of things like that. I, uh, I'm sure, I'm sure this is one of those movies that like you can throw into the pile of movies that come out recently. They could, they could have done more with that. Stuff, wait, wait, no, you could have done more, and also I'm sure there's more there if you on a second viewing or third. I mean, immediately you're watching it. It starts with that that drawing. And then you go, okay, so this is like a Wes Anderson movie for a split second. Right. And then you it cuts to... I, I, I did make it. And, and, and then, yeah. then all the set design stuff, house. even just in Francis Pogue's apartment, you've got all these things. You've got the thing with the bear. You're seeing all of this stuff earlier right. on. Yeah. Um, but there's a lot of like mythology to unwrap there and stuff. I don't know that I, I feel is resolved. Not so that it needs to be resolved. But I don't know works for me entirely. And, but I also don't know that I care. You know, sure. like like I, like I the thing the thing about like the incest kid that's drawing the thing, right. and, and then what happens when Josh is killed? Like who, who the one guy's wearing is somebody else's the, the yeah, kid's he was face. wearing Will Poulter's face, and that. But who like, was that, that that did that? Yeah, yeah I I, like someone else bonked it. One of the old guys bonked him on the head. I'm yeah, guessing. it just he, it just seems like as if there's a few there's a few kind of yeah. There's a couple of moments there where it's just kind of like the this like the imagery is unsettling and stuff, but I'm like I don't know what that does for the story or uh, some of it might have just been atmospheric, but I, issues with the whole thing with the guys and their thesis. 
I don't have a problem with that. What did they complain about that? that, that like, I thought that, that was good. That seemed that, stupid and that it, that was a dumb thing to waste time on and oh, no. et cetera, et cetera. That, that, that makes it more interesting because that's it, what, it, that's, what it, that's, that's where their motivation is. Exactly. And then you see they how, and, and, then, and then you see them being, because it's also, it's commentary on this idea of a lot of times cultural behaviors kind of seem to, to, in some cases, no pun intended, trump like morality or something in a weird way, you know? So it's kind of like, pun well, this received. is... This is their, this yeah. is their, this is their, you know, yeah. this is their culture. This is how they treat, they throw rocks at women if they walk outside in their culture. So we shouldn't judge them for that, you know, yeah. those kinds of things. <laughs> yeah. And so th- these guys as being, you know, you know, uh, high-minded intellectual academic uh, ethnographers are kind of able to do that or are attempting yeah. to do that. And so it's kind of a commenting on that. I sure, think sure. like, how yeah. much are you going to that. like, that's good. Going to be like, and so I, and then, and point. then it gets into the whole idea of one guy stealing the other guy, trying to take the other guy's thing. And so, I mean, I don't think it wasted think too much time with the their conflict. Takes, the one guy's taking away the other guy's thing right. is a, an unnecessary subplot was what, well, there wasn't say. that much in the in there, to there it, and so I, I think it worked to a degree because but, it showed also, his, him wanting to be involved. You know, and I read someone say something about how there was too much about the boyfriend's thing and the girl who wanted him. The love but, potion, but I think nine. that was yeah. yeah like, I think that was interesting PV. because that it had it explained how this society continues to to build new people right because otherwise it would all be incest babies right you know, it's not to, that many people they have, so to, they bring have to bring in a new seed and, source and they have to bring in new women every now yeah. and again so, so they, they have d- somebody come and pump you full of goo and then they burn you in a bear suit <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. it's that's a pretty good description but, but you know what though that's pretty inefficient too because they could have had that guy goo up two or three more before exactly. they bear suited yeah. him but i mean they have they i'm sure they have religious reasons well and they probably and they have the woman too they can have all those guys goo her up through like a five or six year window and make quite a few sure. more well she's probably gonna just gonna be getting gooed up by the guy that brought her there i would think like queen you know like that he's seems like, like he's kind of like, a waste i feel like that'd be like a prize for him because possibly he's the one that brought her, dude. but you're he's talking the, about like a flower man you now, got a you, know? you got a vessel there you know like you can yeah know. that's right yeah he's gonna goo her up for sure oh well yeah she's into him dude. he's gonna glue her with some goo dude he's gonna glue her eyes shut dude. she's not gonna be able to see those that's not how you get pregnant bro well i mean but also he'll fuck her too they're gonna be mad during during the uh the orgy they're not gonna have sex while they all watch him banger they're gonna be like you pulled out you idiot (laughs) yeah he's everyone in reaction they're like no oh they're scooping it up <laughs> but then, like Jackie Kennedy to get with his brains. <laughs> <laughs> See, now oh, we're talking about. Oh, there's so we're much talking goo. about goo. Now I'm can chime in. Oh man, he's been talking about all these uh, philosophical things, yeah. man. Let's just talk about some goo. You know? Yeah, it's a, it's it's a. I think it's like a three point <laughs> seven five. Not quite a four for me, maybe. But I'm sure it might oh, go yeah, up to a four. It. Might go up to a four on a rewatch when I'm three point seven five. I'd give it a four. Do I it. liked it. I liked it more than I liked Hereditary. I uh, I don't know if I liked it more than I liked Hereditary. I I the, the Hereditary I had some uh, logistical issues with because I didn't even by the end of it I didn't know why like where the possession was coming from and who it was supposed to be and like was it always the king guy was the king and the sister the whole time King Payman or Pyman or whatever the demon, the demon's name I, is. And then when the sister dies and then he's free to do to do what? Like hang around their house and then 
when the mother is climbing up on the walls and stuff, who's inside? What's inside her? There is a bit of that that you. Why could do. couldn't he have just? Why couldn't he have just gone into the kid he wanted to be in the whole time? Why did that other stuff? I'd have to. I'd have to revisit it. I think did he like get like fucking put back into a. A hell cage, and they had to like get him back. Yeah, out. I don't All know. There people, was something like, about bringing him back, but but he was. I felt like they had insinuated that he was already in her. Because well, they, they had that little weird tick the sister did, and then he, right. d- he did it at the end. Right. So that conveyed something about that, yeah. It's hard to say. I don't, I'm not so, really sure. So, yeah, like... like the, the grandmother put it in the daughter. In the wrong kid. In the, in the, and then, in the wrong kid. Well, not necessarily in the wrong kid, well, but then that kid died. in him. It was always meant to be in him. I don't know that that was the case, That's what right? they said. They wanted him to be... They wanted... Well, then... Okay. Well, then the mom was super protective of the son, and then that's how that happened? I don't... Okay, so you're right. There is some stuff that kind of collapsed. I mean, there... But that was a little confusing, but... Yeah. I haven't seen it since the theater. I'd have to rewatch it again to remember. But, yeah. I mean, they're both, like, pretty slow burns as yeah. far as... Yeah, and I'm okay. fine with that. I like I like it's that. It's okay. I mean, that's like Mandy was that same way. That was a... But Mandy's not... Sh- that was, no. a, that was a pretty slow until it slow gets going movie. Yeah, it's slow the first half, and then I think it's under two, right? <clears throat> I don't remember. That didn't seem long. Mandy felt long to me. Mm, I don't. I don't think it was that long. It felt long, is what I'm saying. Oh yeah. Well, the first, the first, the first forty minutes or whatever felt like it was taking a while to get anything sure. going. But once it got going, it was fucking badass. But, I mean, that's a totally different yeah, I enjoyed, situation. I enjoyed it. We're getting the horror renaissance sure. right now, though. That's for sure. There's some good stuff. Yeah, everyone's man. all about it. Everyone's all about the great horror choices. And, you know, it's funny. I, I uh, A few of the, like, directors and people I follow on Twitter bring up, like, the guy who uh, made um, The Night Comes For Us is a really fun Twitter follow. He's always pointing out, like awesome horror movies he likes and so many of them are things that were like straight to dvd or like this or that and you look them up and they're like really acclaimed there's like a, so many so many in horror especially you're only seeing the tip of the iceberg when it comes out to the theaters there's so few horror films that actually make elijah wood too is good to follow for stuff is like that oh, cool. and he just started a podcast i forget who it's with oh, but yeah they about they yeah. talk about horror movies like he's a big horror guy yeah well, and a, lo- that, a lot like, of those. What was that like, movie that we watched at your house with, uh, uh, fuck, what's his name? From, like, uh, Empire Records. Mark with a C. Oh, yeah, uh, Devil's Candy. Yeah, that was a dope movie. Devil's dude. Candy was that pretty was good. so yeah. good. Yeah. What's that guy's name? Uh, Ethan Embry. Ethan Embry. You remember yeah. Ethan Embry? I do remember. That, what was it on Netflix or something, right? It was on Netflix, yeah. God, that was a, that was yeah, a great movie. Yeah, I've watched a lot of really good ones on, on Netflix. There's a. And each country has its own, like, there's a lot of, like, good New Zealand and Australian horror, and obviously French went through a thing for a while, and the French still makes some good ones, but, like, the Asian, each Asian country has, like, their own specific, like, great horror auteurs, and it's it really is a great time for it right now. Because it's, that's one of the easiest genres to actually make, and you can make it cheap relatively so so people without tremendous financial means are able to still make a movie right yeah and so you're getting these people that aren't stuck in the studio system that have to go through people who don't under i mean people at the heads of the studio systems don't understand movies normally that's why such garbage comes out of well they understand they understand marketing and business and selling a product which is why marvel and disney is like it just has. It, we'll all go see it because we fit the giant thing that makes sense to do it, and we'll all kind of give it a three and a half. And yeah. they, they can hit mediocrity, I mean, but they is, can't make something that's. It that, is decent as, enough stuff. Yeah, there you go. And, and that's that's their that's their deal, you know. 
I mean, one of the reasons why those make so much money is because it's the rare monstrous studio extravaganza that actually are pretty good. Sure, so, because they, they they've cracked the code on how to do that. Yeah. I mean, not for nothing, but they had you know seventy plus years of comic book stories true. and things true, like true. that, which are all based on mythology and everything yeah. else. So and they already had. It's all. It's already kind of organized there. Just don't let Ryan Johnson make anything else. Everything will <laughs> he be tried dead. to switch it out, man. <laughs> yeah, what's that shit he's got coming out? Oh, uh, Knives Out. Yeah, yeah, it's like an Agatha Christie. It's supposed it's like to. Daniel it's supposed Craig to. Be, it, it, it says oh, a classic Who Done It. Yeah, it's yeah. supposed to be like a comedic. Well, kind of he can uh, he can go kick rocks. You're <laughs> so hateful. He's a he's a scumbag. That's what that guy <laughs> is. You took your childhood away. He's a bad man. This is what I think about Ryan Johnson. (laughs) (laughs) Damn. Yeah. The most eloquent criticism. Yeah, I couldn't have put it any better way, you know? No way. Well, this is what uh, his overlords thought. Kind of, sort of, but then then how come they didn't have him dialed in? But then all the true fans saw it and it was like... Good point. And and then they backpedaled, right? Yeah, you know, I went home and I was like... That's what the Alexandra Daddario makes oh, yeah. me want to do. <laughs> 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 oh, well, Getting a little off track. They airlifted the, airlifted the zoo crew in for this one. <laughs> This is like the best. Who got this for you? <laughs> My mom. Or something. Wow. It's the best thing Pretty ever. Smart. That's gonna change your whole podcast. It's, it already has. The, it's cha- the format is way different now. Now that you have a, a sound machine, you should you a should professional get like, a professional <laughs> soundboard. You should get like uh, prominent people from the community to come in and talk about something serious and right in the middle. Of it. You're like, oh, oh, is that because? <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I understand. So you're saying that if we only have one lane of traffic, then then the travelers yeah. who are necessary for our economy will be able to walk. <laughs> <and> <laughs> Oh, jeez. Okay, I think that's good enough. Yeah. <laughs>